Welcome back to the Dile Dad podcast here on episode number 26. As always, uh, always a joy to welcome my dad, Gashane, aka Papa Ram. Dad, well, I, say, I would say welcome to the house, but we are in the house. So, <laughs> it's just, what's going on, Dad? Well, it's been a very unique Monday today. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's been... Um, Fruitful in the sense of doing extra work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I about it. We had to go back to work today too, so. So it's very fitting to then um, for a Monday of faith, un lunes de fe. Yeah. We needed. <laughs> we we needed to be tested. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I actually had a, we had a long conversation today uh, about just the necessity of faith and the necessity of being able to not be discouraged by the exteriors. Yeah, I mean, a distraction is always um, so, uh, what is the word? A distraction can always be very discouraging. Yeah. Okay. A distraction, you know, obviously takes you out of focus. And obviously, when it comes to the spirits, it just dropped your spirits down. You know, it, it kind of uh, deflates uh, certain situations or certain meanings or perhaps uh, uh, yearning to do certain things that you want to accomplish. But nevertheless, um, I wanted to kind of bring it back to where today just share two words because this is aligned with uh, St. Joseph and and. In, we, we know St. Joseph as being a, a righteous man, with being a, a just man. So two words that you know are, are very important to this is one is honest. Mm-hmm. And, and basically, how honest are we with ourselves and with our faith? Uh, it's, it's something that we as men, as women, uh, as couples, as families, um, we need to strengthen that honesty in our relationship with God. So, um, on that note, I, I just wanted to kind of start pondering about it and, and, and see the different views about honesty in the sense of how people interpret that, which basically there's only one <laughs> explanation about it, one meaning, okay? But yet, you know, humanity, uh, we're so special that we will apply that to our needs and the way we see it. And we distort, you know, we lose that of focus. And, and I want to bring it back to focus. Mm. Uh, I want, so I want to talk about <clears throat> being honest. Uh, well, I think that's one of the hardest things to do. Uh, I think in a sense that when it comes to honesty, it's... It's always the best thing to do, but it's always a difficult thing to do. In in some case, well, actually, in, in most cases, um, I guess when there's like a negative connotation added to it, or whether it's a negative situation or whatever the case is, when it comes to um, you know the, the typical, okay, what did you do now, or what is this that you done? It goes back to like Genesis when they ask that, what what have you done? Where are you? And he does everything but answer the question. And I feel like a lot of us were like that when it comes to just when they ask a question. You know, I'll tell you about it, just random thought. It reminded me of the, you know, when, 
we always see like the post game interviews when they ask the athletes, oh, how did you feel about this, whatever, and they go on tangents and they never answer the question. Right. <laughs> so that's kind of what I remember. What I remember. Well, the thing is that when when it comes to the honesty, uh, an honest person, you know, brings us brings us up to the other word that we're going to be exploring this evening in this podcast is that honest leads to being true, and that's the root of the problem of humanity. Mm-hmm. We fail to be true to the truth. And of course, we fail to be honest to the honesty. And many times, what we do, we tend to. Um, I remember father that would say, you know, in um, going to confession and preparing us for for confession, he would say, you know, be honest with God. You be true to God. God knows exactly what you have done. But he wants for you to recognize why you've done it. So you have to be honest with, with yourself and with God. And <clears throat> he would get all <laughs> lathered up because he would say, don't uh, decorate the, the sin. <laughs> you know? So don't excuse the sin. Okay? Don't try to, you know, paint it pretty what the sin is and and when we tend to do that we fail to be honest kind of just painting it yeah like man that is so that is so true how many of us have i i think i've been guilty of that at some point well all of us because uh one of our human nature because we we part of our honesty is that in espanol se dice quieres quedar bien okay <laughs> Yeah. You, you don't really want to show your true colors of things. And, you know, that's that's the thing that takes us away of really who we are. Um, that honesty, that honest spirit in you has to be true. And, and it's a struggle because, you know, it's in everything. Uh, and, and, and it starts with just thinking about it. Yeah. You know, how you're going to say it. How it's going to sound? How are they going to perceive this? How can they understand this? Okay, so we start worrying about all these things, and by the time you know it, that thought or that that you're going to share is no longer honest. It's no longer true. It's manipulated. Yeah, it's been decorated. Yeah. Okay. That's just so interesting. You know, it's been decorated, and you know, it, it, right now in, in, in the Lenten season. You know that we are focused and we have to uh, persevere to become better um, we struggle with the idea that yeah we're very sinful but then we're not that bad <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere between you know mother Teresa and you know like someone like you know, you know? Yeah. somewhere in between you know yeah, yeah. so we we tend to many times um, uh, not fulfill that love of God in us because we can't even be honest with God about what we did, what we said, and what we thought, you know? So it, it, it's just like today. Today happens to be March 1st, okay? And um, it's part of that window of every every month that, you know, today it, it's 
23 months that um, your mom was laid to rest. Okay. One more month, uh, well, basically, um, this month, uh, come the 28th, it'll, it'll be exactly, you know, two years. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and when they, they asked me, how you're doing? That honesty, uh, many times I, I even have to think about it because it's not so much of me mm, not really wanting to be honest or having the fear of being honest. It's basically the fear of how I'm going to be interpreted. Yeah. Okay. That perception. That's pre that perception is, is horrible because um, everybody, you know, they, they mean well, okay? But they start telling you off of how you should feel or how you should feel by now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, so we know that, that, that's a, that's a always, ah, it's always a follow-up. What, from what, my goodness, my thoughts. From what you, how are you? Right. To, you should feel this. You should feel this way. Yeah. So much for the how are you. Right. So it, 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 it well. even in asking that, yeah. there's no honesty. They really don't care how you feel. It's just a formality. Okay, formality. Okay. And we fail to be even honest there and just in communicating and sharing. It's queer. It's weird, but it's crazy too. I guess what would be the correct response then for that? Because I know at some point, you know, for example, we know people who have gone through these things and, and it's it's weird to, it's not weird, it's just now we understand and vice versa. What is the approach to go about with it? Well, like for example, when people um, are experiencing that someone has gone before us and their family members or friends or someone that is close to them, one of the things that I want to make them feel, and I'm being honest about this, is I am walking with you. Although from a distance, I'm still walking with you. That meaning that somehow, some way, it's not the same way, but I understand what you're going through. Yeah. Um, I've been there, I'm doing that. Yeah. Okay? And many times, just to accept that reality that in that honesty you're saying to the person i'm with you and i'm walking with you although by a distance okay i'm saying to the person although we don't see each other we're not talking i'm not calling you up i'm not sending you a text i'm not face timing you know that i am with you through how you're walking how you're feeling because i understand and i think that anybody understanding that or having the reality of being honest saying at least I'm not alone that honesty has to be one that has to be fruitful from from the grace of God it is a gift okay God is among us that is as true as it can be and based on that truth we have to be honest with ourselves. And, and if I ask a person, um, how are you, como estas? The number one thing I got to do in my honesty is listen. You know, yeah. is listen. 
yeah, yeah, it's a must. Because we, we can, <laughs> we can ask that question. And I know, I think at some point it's happened to every single one of us where we ask that question and we're not expecting an honest answer. We're expecting the typical, I'm good, okay. Mm-hmm. And it ends there. You think it's going to end there, but then when they start to truly open up and be honest about it, they go, <laughs> take my watch, you know? <laughs> because again, it goes back to the approach. Like, are you asking for the sake of asking or are you asking because you truly want to know? Yeah. So you have to be honest as, well, another word that, that honesty has um, and, and is related to it is very similar. It has the word open. Okay. You have to be open, and, and that's part of the listening part. Okay, you have to be open onto what you're asking. You know, how are you? Well, if, if you're really honest with that question, then you have to wait to the response and and hoping that the person is going to you know again be honest and share. Okay, and I, I think that um, for us. Um, the aspect of being sincere many times is very debatable yeah okay because um, you know how many times have we heard uh, the famous phrase I haven't been totally honest with you (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay And, and although it's something hard to say and it's difficult to say it and sometimes we don't have the courage to say it oh we mean it and we feel it but then we try to even again try to decorate, <laughs> disguise, okay, what the truth really is, what the honesty really is being felt or sensed. You know, and all, a lot of times we will say one thing and think another, say one thing and feel another. Um, I guess for for those of you who follow the office, that moment where Michael says, "I'm okay." No, I'm not. <laughs> you know, it's reality that we. And here's the, here's the thing. I think when it comes to these things, usually that that moment is that cry for help. You know, because it's like we talk, we talked about this before, where they ask you, "You're okay? Or how how are you?" And yet they're not. I wonder how many times they're sincerely looking for a sincere answer. And you talked about it, to be open about it. And so where that stems from based on that question, I think I think we have to even ask a deeper question is why are you asking that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. My perception, I guess, of understanding this. Yeah, because many times again, um, e- even ourselves, we, we try to hide the honesty of how we're feeling to just avoid not getting into it. Right? However, honesty requires for us to be direct, to be frank, yeah, to be sincere, to be straightforward. Okay, many times, even to be blunt. Like today, I was blunt with a, a coworker of mine. I was very blunt. I had a hard day, hard morning because, you know, <laughs> the uh, those of, of us who um, are engaging in a large, you know. Um, entity working um, you you many times fall victim I'm doing somebody else's work just because the other person well is not doing their their responsibility their work and it's passed on and here we lost time we lost energy we lost 
people trying to do something when every one person had the power of just clicking their mouths and getting the information. And here we're all scavenging, trying to find that out. And the same person that had that power never did it. Yeah. You know, and it, and it's hard to understand that because, you know, you see, you know, what were the intentions behind that? Yeah. Uh, perhaps there wasn't an honest moment on that person. Okay, You even start thinking that way. Yeah. You, know, you fall prey into the the opposite of what honesty is being insincere bias you know so for us um you know with this particular very good friend of mine a uh, very close friend of mine co-worker um i think even my tone because we're we're typing away through an email or uh to a, to a text and she she sensed it okay we didn't speak she did not listen to my voice but she read it and sensed it in writing okay so you know i was questioned where, where is this man who was always full of energy and positiveness and, and sometimes in my honesty saying i am buried okay in work that is unnecessary i am buried on work that shouldn't be okay and, and and the reality there is that I was being honest yeah. I, I, I was uh, what the word that they use nowadays I was venting <laughs> okay that's part of honesty yeah. okay and sometimes you know in, in, in situations where you're involved as a leader you are involved as someone who is always helping and, and, and being you know caring and and you try to do your best constantly well sometimes um, that one person like in my case I, I too I am vulnerable on the lack of honesty that it impacts me you know so I, I have to you know plainly speak the truth be outspoken about it you know um, straight from shoulder to shoulder up front you know free spoken and objective to be able to transmit that reality of that moment that sense and that's part of being honest but since they're not used to that type of Carlos Rene you know you must be having a hard day I was told today and I said yes That's exactly what has been happening. And it just not just the morning, he was also the afternoon. Yeah. So it it tires me, it drains me. Mm -hmm. Okay? And, and many times um, perhaps not seeing the, the true picture of it, um, you shouldn't be that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And in all honesty. Um, in one of the famous lines of a movie, I am only a man. <laughs> or, the, or the most famous common, you know, phrases that we use, you're only human. Yeah. You're only human. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Because that, that, it's always, especially for those who, again, like, they can relate in the sense that you usually try your best to put your best foot forward. That's, and again, 
emphasis on try. Because there's some days where we shouldn't, and yet we do, mm-hmm. for the sake of the yeah. other. But at the same time, it does throw people off. Yes. When they see a different side that maybe whether we've been holding it in for a, a long time, or just perhaps the, the events of the day just overwhelm at, at, at that time, and it just got the better of us, you know? Or <laughs> at some point, you just gotta just let it out, you know? Um, but again, it's part of who we are. And yeah, it does make us humans for a change. Yeah. And, and one of the things that um, part of the honesty that kind of clashes with our society is that um, honest means also to be fair, to be just. And it clashes big time. Because, you know, how many times have we heard that life is not fair? <laughs> My middle school teacher used to always say, she used to always say, life is not fair, and then you die. Okay, all right. And you can tell it's stuck. (laughs) But in the reality of it, um, it, it, we should always mm, be sincere in actually how we feel. Now, obviously, you have to understand that you've also been given the gift of prudence. Yes. Okay? I said, I dare to be blunt. Yes, I can be blunt. But that blunt is not going to be attacking. That yeah. blunt is not supposed to be hurtful. Okay? And, and, and some people, again, in trying to, you know, exercise the full freedom and power of being honest, here I go. This is how I feel, and boom. Yeah. You know? No. I mean, there's also the honesty of this is not totally you. This is just a little glimpse of what's going on, but it's not you. It's what you are going through. So we even have to be honest to understand that, hey, everybody has their good days and everybody has some bad days. And somebody, you know, may have that in the morning on both of them. And they can have this both in the afternoon and perhaps both in the evening. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's the honest truth. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's also okay. Yeah. Like, it's okay to go through these things. Now, of course, it's not okay to screw it up, you know? It's not okay to put someone else's or make someone's life difficult, or it's not okay to um, really just not care for the other person. Right. But at the same time, when it does take place, we're reminded that usually when these things happen, there always can be a very good that can come about with it. Even if it's just minimal suffering of the uh, anger of the day, the frustrations of the day, the stressfulness of the day. And yet we realize that in the midst of these things, that God can really help us see a bigger picture. Maybe not just <laughs> what really went down, but a bigger picture of how we we ourselves are going about these particular situations. Yeah, and, and then one of the things that... Um even today in the different dialogues that I have with different people, I try my best to, again, I'm learning. Uh, I, sometimes I feel I've master, I'm mastering things and sometimes I said, oh, it's out the window. Being able to live my moment, okay? Live my present. And sometimes I have a good handle on it, but sometimes, you know, I, all honesty, I'm not focused on it, okay? I get distracted. Um, 
I hear certain news or I, I, I send certain news because I heard this and it feels this way. And it, it's sometimes um, very troubling, you know, when, for example, we heard about this good friend of ours, a uh, very good friend of mine for many years, um, to learn that his son had passed away about a month ago, a little bit more than that. And then him as a dad, who was a good friend of mine, we were able to do a lot of good things here at uh, Santo Nino Elementary because he was the head custodian, you know, Raul uh, Villegas. And when his passing took place, you know, not about a couple of weeks ago or so, um, it, was, it, it, it was a heavy heart for me because I had beautiful experiences about how he would work and I learned a lot about school and the responsibility of school when it comes to the day in and day out operations that, that takes place. And I remember that as a PC, PTC president of Santo Nino Elementary, um, I was always trying to do you know, the best for the school. And, and I had teachers, wonderful administration, and we were always trying to improve ways for, for Santo Nino Elementary School. Parents started to grow tremendously. But then the in-housekeeping, um, I started to really do a lot of things with, with Raul because he was a head custodian. And he had a good relationship, you know, with his staff. And I remember that I said that, you know, again, learning from, from different saints and especially Don Bosco, uh, it, it, it took sweetness to get across the hardest barriers. So you have to be kind, you know? And I remember that with them, I started to learn uh, of treating them into a, a breakfast because they had done a tremendous job on this big function that we had had and they were able to clean the place and besides all the responsibilities that they had that was amazing and we started to have a whole bunch of different you know uh, things like that so it brought memories you know uh, of how Raul and I we used to kind of uh, because I was just a volunteer okay I was the PTC president but I was just a volunteer there and to be able to have them connect and, and, and had all these people supporting the cause, you know, it, it weighed heavy in my heart, you know, when he passed away. And um, then to learn that, you know, he's been laid to rest. And then of course, you know, you shared the news that, you know, hours later, you know, the wife passes, you know, it, it, it's, it's hard for the family. And I've known the family for, for many years, ever since we came to live here to this neighborhood when we got married. So, you know, it, it kind of dragged on for several days uh, of mourning for that friendship. And although we hadn't seen each other like before because he retired and what have you, but still that connection that, was, that took place was very meaningful. You know, and sometimes we have friendships like that. And we many times unknowingly we fail to recognize that treasure while it's in our present moment when they're both alive, yeah. you know? So, you know, I, I said, you know, I, I dropped the ball. I should have been more, uh, but this pandemic has really changed our ways, okay? 
this pandemic has really uh, hindered our honesty even further to be more private, more isolated. And that's why I wanted to bring it up because I know that through St. Joseph, um, there's a lot of learning from him and not, not a single word in scripture from him, but yet a whole bunch of different ways of action, a man of action in the faith. And all of it was, was true. All of it was with honesty for being a just and, 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 and also right. right man, you know? It, it, it's something that um, it pounded because it affects our faith, how we live it. And, and I think that we need to um, polish up our faith to be more honest. Yeah. As, as difficult as it can be, we have to realize that that is the secret to true happiness. You know, as it's famously said, and the truth will set you free. True. And it really does. And whether or not we like the truth, we accept the truth, it will set you free. And there's nothing better than to simply be honest. And I think we all know, we've all been in that uh, point where we've, we've lived in a lie. We've said a lie or we've lived a lie and yet we, we can feel internally maybe even externally there is a there is a uh, we're cuffed we're handcuffed to to this opportunity to live freely and it's not only until honesty kicks in that then you can truly begin to live you know that's a very wonderful example and the and, and the thing is that we're the ones placing that hand yes we do we do and i think that's that's the big question the next question is why why do we tend to put these things on upon ourselves when freedom is easier attained as opposed to you know being chained well, I think that I have to bring back what I always have been preaching, that we're conditioned to do this, okay? Society always conditioned us to be a certain way. Uh, we're conditioned to say certain things. We're conditioned to do certain things. We're conditioned to actually live out even our, ourselves, you know, a certain way. And always it's split in two things. It's always split in two things. And, and you're there debating between um, you, you do the right thing or you do the left thing, <laughs> you know, you, you're, you're faced with that and you have to be true to yourself. You have to be honest and say, you know, what is the right thing? And I'm not talking about the right hand. I'm just what actually is the correct thing to do. So when it comes, you know, to that, um, how honest are we of wanting to do that? Yeah. That's a bit, that's, I think, I think I, I would be, I'll be honest and saying that for a lot of us there is a big fear of honesty what you, if yeah what if what if I am honest and it doesn't exist okay mm -hmm. the what if really doesn't exist we're creating it yeah until you act on it if, if that what if turns in reality yeah you know um, and it's true and we create we tend to create problems in our minds that don't exist you know We've actually mentioned in a couple of podcasts before when we talked about this reality where we tend to create problems that don't exist and we we actually start to believe 
these problems that don't exist. They don't like they exist. Physically, they don't mm-hmm. exist. And yet, we sometimes, we, uh, what's that word? We, we entertain these ideas that don't exist, that <laughs> prevent us from moving forward to the truth, you know, where it's there, all we have to do is just acknowledge it and own up to it. So when it comes to truth, it's basically in accordance with a fact or reality. In other words, a true story. All right. And and when we do that, we have to understand that truth is going to propel us to be accurate, to be correct, yeah. to be faithful. Yeah, I was looking, you know, pondering that faithfulness. To be faithful, and 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 that is, you know, something that many times we have our own interpretation of what faithful is. Okay. Let's be honest about what it is. Yes. You know, and then live it out in that way. Because I think, I mean, it goes back to this, this regrettably reality of the type of world that we live in, where um, we are really getting away with lying too much. And again, we all fall victim to this. And it's not only, it's not only uh, until we realize that we are living in this particular way that we take a step back and we look back and we realize how much damage was done by believing these false ideas, by believing these false things um, that we thought were okay or that we thought that maybe um, it was our quote truth, but it wasn't. Yeah. And and even um, not too long ago, we we just heard uh, from the Old Testament as we're talking about um, in Monday of Faith, uh, the father of faith with Abraham mm-hmm. and his son. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't imagine everything that he was thinking, how honest he was, how true he was in obeying God's command. Yeah. Right? And even when the kid is asking uh, for the beef, <laughs> yeah. you know? It was so fascinating, just the story, because as you're mentioning in the honesty of Abraham, what I've learned recently, and just the, I'm just really fascinated by it, is the honesty of Isaac, his willingness to lay down his life. Because I know we, we interpret it as a kid, but it, with like deeper insights, we realize when you read the story that he was carrying the wood. And for those of you who know, who have cooked out, who have done carne asada, whatever, these woods are not, these pieces of wood are not light. Yeah. And then back in the day with the offering that they would offer, it's a lot of wood. So if Isaac was carrying the wood, um, there's a good chunk of evidence where he wasn't a kid and that was news for me. Like he wasn't a kid, he was, he was, he was a man. Like he was capable. And his father, obviously Abraham was like already past a hundred years old, you know? And so, can Isaac take him down? Yeah, easily. Like especially if this idea of of sacrificing was going to take place, and yet he was honest with himself and willing to lay down his life and be honest to God in that moment. Well, look at what he has learned from his father. Yes, he 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 did that. He did that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. That is so good. <clears throat> Man, I, it, it's really fascinating how we can learn 
the the fatherhood of God through the fatherhood of his patriarchs. Yeah. The fatherhood of Saint Joseph. You know, and I know we're gonna have a chance to dive into that all that stuff later on, but especially with Saint Joseph's feast days coming up, right. um, it is just really fascinating how if you live this honest life, if you live honestly, that God God has rewards that He'll hand out someday. You know, if we live in this honesty <coughs> and, and truth and truth and truth, and and people ask, um, how can I? improve this way how can i um, tell me you know and people want it easy right okay <laughs> tell me what i need to do explain to me so i can start doing this um honesty doesn't start there okay the truth does not start there it starts in you convinced that what you gotta do is the right thing is the next right thing and and I, I challenge right now because I see it every morning. I see it every day. Um, we have failed to be honest with ourselves because you know I, I uh, you know I share with parents in school setting, parents in a church setting, padrinos, madrinas, sponsors, you know, in a, in a church setting that when it comes to us being able to love our kids and allowing ourselves to be loved by our kids and teaching kids and teaching our, our sons and daughters and teaching our godchildren, our godchild, um, we have to be truly honest with ourselves in doing the right thing. And I think that, um, as a matter of fact, uh, this, this weekend, and uh, they we're talking about the, the family were in discussion and doing uh, asking about you know truths of life and what have you and everything that society right now have been going through and especially in the political world and having these two different you know views of it and um, I shared with them what I had picked up on, on I believe on social media that I saw that um, uh, right now uh, Either you belong to the animal kingdom, either to a, a donkey or to an elephant, you know. And and, and and the aspect of the church is that you belong actually to the lamb, right? Uh, so we have a different different point of view there. But everybody's in a sense of belonging. And then if you belong, they want to have this faithfulness of being that. And and, and I was explaining to, to, uh, to the discussion here at the house saying, you know, we live in a world where, again, we have to choose either from the right side or from the left side, constantly. And we even fail to be honest with ourselves because what is more convenient for me? What is not the right thing to do, but actually what is more convenient for me? Yeah. How is it going to hurt less? Okay? So how, is, how am I going to gain things better? Yeah. Okay? So we even start our, ourselves not being true to ourselves not being honest to ourselves and even i said you know even to the person in the mirror yeah. you're not happy with what you see mm -hmm. you're not happy with a haircut you're not happy with a beard you're not happy with your eyelashes you're not happy with a pimple that you just discovered there's something in there that you're not happy and it's you yeah. okay yeah. you see two things and it's you right so i i i and then I was asked the question. 
So, Dad, when will this be over? Well, when will this be better? And the first thing I said to myself and to them, I said, you know what? When we drive and we respect the 30 miles an hour, when we have a stop light and we actually stop and not run it, when we actually have a stop sign and we actually make a complete stop, because that's the right thing to do, that's the truth of the law, then it's important to me of doing the right thing. It is then that my honesty will be more in check on doing the right thing. Nobody's looking, nobody's here, there was no car, it doesn't matter. That's not the reason for it, okay? We have decorated that excuse to run that sub sign run that light or you know he's going too slow he's going in speed limit but I gotta get to this place by already late that's not the reason for it to break that law to break that honesty to break that truth so if we're going to sustain ourselves on being honest and true it's all the way okay and and and, and it's very challenging to drive okay at speed limit it's very challenging to do the right thing, okay, with the rules of traffic. Because then there's a selfishness that says, I don't care. I got to get here. I'm already late. Okay. I don't care. There was no car coming. Okay. Always, you know, again, disguising or decorating the sin. You know, fall victim to that. But we come back to this reality where I got to be true. You know, I, I got to be faithful. Faithful is, is brought up in the word honest, and faithful is brought up on the word true. Okay, so we have to be faithful because many times, uh, and, and, and this has happened to all parents, if your kids are there and mom or dad, you know, rushes through a red light, it was yellow, but by the time they're going underneath, it's red. One of the kids, I mom, you ran a red light. No, it wasn't, it was yellow. No, it was red, mom, you ran a red. And, and even there, you know, mom or dad feels uncomfortable. Guess what? You just, you know, taught that. That child just learned that, that it's okay to break it. Okay? So what's going to be the honest truth about that child? What have you taught? So again, it comes back to the very own importance of us being that important to the truth. Okay. So as we are getting ready, uh, continuing with uh, the Lenten season and, and continuing with life itself, you know, how true are you to yourself? How true are you to God? Because if we turn it around, how true is God to you? Ooh, I like that. Think about it. At the end of the day, God is always faithful. Reminds me of that uh, that couple where they're sitting in the car. That gentleman's driving and I'm assuming his bride is with him. And she says, she says, honey, we don't sit as close as we once did. <laughs> he says, it was not me that moved. You moved. He's driving. Right. And she had moved. And a lot of times that's us. 
we, we, we poke at God and we ask why, you know, why things have transpired the way they have. And, and in reality, it's His faithfulness has always been there. It was us that we either moved away intentionally, moved away accidentally, or we just did not simply understand what He was trying to do, so we avenued somewhere else, you know? And we just did not listen, did not obey. Yeah. And we realized that God is always faithful. And He asked us to do the same thing. And this reminds me of, of um, exactly that. When your mom and I started dating, um, I had an Oldsmobile, a Delta 88. They Ooh. used to call it Smokey. Hey, at the smoky. end, because that was what was happening with the poor car. <laughs> but uh, Raquel and her family, they had a Suburban. They had a gray Suburban. Um, it was an old model. And... Um, Occasionally, you know, we always we're in my car, so I'm driving and your mom is sitting next to me. Okay, uh, that's how it was, right? And it was very loving and very, you know, uh, special moments. Well, it, it it happened that she was driving her um, her Tahoe or her uh, suburban. And she was driving because it was her family's and she was, she was driving. And I was sitting, um, well, on the passenger side, right? So she kind of says, well, now I'm driving. Why are you not sitting here next to me? Okay. By then, back then, they didn't have the, the safety buckle, you know, to put it on. It wasn't a rule. It wasn't a law. Okay. And I remember that I moved myself and I, I sat in the middle of the, of the, because it was a long seat, okay, the suburbans. So I sat next to her, okay? Did I feel weird and odd? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know? And there were some people that actually they would turn and they were freaking out because it was, yeah, it was flipped, okay? And it made her day, okay? It made her day. Again, I was being honest because of the love, okay? Yet, at the same time, I was being honest that I felt uncomfortable in doing that, yeah. okay? People saw us, people that knew us saw us, okay? They teased us, especially me, okay? And that, that experience was, was very meaningful because to her, it made a difference in the world. Yeah. He really loves me. Okay, and, and I enjoyed it, okay? I enjoyed it, but I had to take a lot of flack from a lot of people, a lot of slack from a lot of people, you know? That we, we but she would honk and say bye. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> that made it more obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I remember that and, and, and you know, it, it, it not only happened once, I, I think it happened about three times, but the second and third were more enjoyable. I didn't have that uncomfortableness and stuff like that. But I think that the root of being honest and true comes back to love. And if you really love God and responding to God's love, your honesty will flow easier. Your truth will be on what you're standing on. So the father of faith, Abraham, is a tremendous witness because he has taught his son well. Definitely. 
Okay, and the son has responded to that. So we need to respond to God with our honesty and our truth to how we need to love Him and return His love. Definitely, and I'm reminded of um, this particular um, scriptures from the Gospel of Matthew in chapter six, and I kind of want to share it because it it, it it points out to what exactly we're trying to say and you can sum it up in a, in a verse it'll be this and I'm gonna break it up and I'm gonna actually read the entire context so you can understand and it'll actually end with this verse okay it says this is Matthew chapter 6 verses 19 through 21 it says do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and decay destroy and thieves break in and steal but store up your treasures in heaven neither where neither moth nor decay destroys, nor thieves break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. Yeah. It's a reminder that where your love is, that's what you'll get. And we're reminded that whatever you love, you'll get in the end. And, Master <laughs> One, do I think look at kid and you're gonna have what you want, you know, and that part of that want has to do with what you love, and you're gonna obtain that whatever it is that you love. Um, and again, <laughs> kind of like a reference to the Avengers when, um, where that soul stone, you know, where they you have to give up whatever you love the most for that, you know, so for soul, this idea that wherever our love is, then that's where our treasure be will be. And that love is carried by honesty and truth. And like you mentioned, those two put together is that faithfulness. And that faithfulness is encompassed by love. It's funny, really interesting how all these things are connected. Yes, they are. They're one in the same. Yeah. And I think that is very powerful for us to reflect upon how we're going to do this. Okay. Um, and in each one of us, we have our own, you know, like they say that we have our own demons to work with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we also have our own angels. We have our own loving ways of how to do this. And again, that's, that's the attitude. That's the drive. That is the spirit. That is the love that we need to follow through. And that's going to be the invitation to, to you guys listening in where... Whether or not you have been living a life that has been honest or truthful or you've had moments of dishonesty or moments of, um, of, of a lie per se, uh, the reality is God is a God of mercy and forgiveness and it wants to remind you that you can begin today anew to live a life of honesty, a life of, of goodness, of truth and that it is okay to start today because that means you've learned from your past you are where you at and you get to choose where you want to go based on this new reality of honesty and truth so on my end just pretty much uh, live your true story live your true story man that's should put that like, with the Toy Story font. <laughs> <laughs> Live your true story, right? Um, and so yeah, just one last thing. Um, 
How can they reach us? Well, we have uh, pretty much different uh, avenues for it. But my favorite personally happens to be the website, which is deliadad.com. Because there we are going, we're beginning to expand uh, how to reach out and how to be able to communicate. We have uh, our email, okay? Kevin Siendo, deliadad at gmail.com. So uh, when you go and visit the website, um, you'll you'll see all the different now hopefully soon the uh, 26 podcast and you'll be able to uh, take advantage of what is there and, and again just a reminder because we haven't refreshed this the first Monday of the month happens to be the Monday of faith lunes de fe the second Monday we're looking at uh, Monday nights for the Knights of Columbus you know Monday nights with a K then uh, we have um, Lunes de Apa, okay, for the third. And then for the fourth uh, Monday of the month, we have Monday's Married Man. And when there's a, a fifth Monday, uh, that's an open Monday, that we have different things. But having those gives us an idea as to what the topic is about, what we're going to, we're trying to communicate and share, okay? Because we are basically just doing that, telling the story. Definitely, and that's 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 the thing. We, we we're trying to uh, again. This is not so much because we we have everything figured out and we're living the best life. No, I think for us it's a reminder to uh, that we ourselves have to learn how to live these things as well. And I think a lot of this that, that comes about is based on experiences that we've shared um, that either we've mastered or that we've learned from. And more often than not, is experiences that we've learned from. Correct. Um, because again, there's reasons why we say these things. You know, that's why you always hear uh, those uh, famous talks. You know, when you have a former, you know, uh, a former drug addict, you know, explaining his story, how he made his way through, and you know, now he's explaining about it because he knows what it's like. You know, uh, to be down in the dumps or a former alcoholic, whatever the case is. Well, here we get to explain really just where we've been in our own lives, where we've learned, and why we want to apply this to you, because maybe, just maybe, we get to prevent um, maybe a, a low for us, for someone else, you know? And that's kind of why we, we get to do these things. Again, not because we have it all made, but in reality, to be able to simply share our story with you, and this is our way of just being honest and true. Yep. So, again, from my dad, myself, we hope that you guys have a great Monday. Um, this beautiful Monday of, uh, this is actually recorded March the 1st, uh, so I, just, I just want to say that March the 1st, because it is 23 months uh, since mom uh, has been laid to rest. And so, again, our invitation to you is to be honest, be truthful, be faithful.